What I want to focus on is that human element of that teammate. It's important for you to recognize that that person too also has dreams and aspirations and they're really smart. And you want to be able to hire them not only for competency, but you want to hear their ideas, right? You want to hear the value that they can bring. And so that's just something that I see that as women, we should be really good at this, right? We're like empathetic creatures. We actually work off of emotion and our human element sometimes more. Um, and But here on the hiring end, I've seen that um, we just focus only on what they've done and then we don't integrate them correctly onto the team. From CEO School, it's Wine Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and in life. Cheers. You guys, I'm so excited to talk about team building today with Sunira. Sunira is an absolute genius at building teams. She's built her company at Fat Merchant to what you have over 135 employees as of this week. And you've taught me so much. When you came on, I was basically a team of one plus a couple of freelancers. So I've learned so much from you and I'm really excited if you are at a place in your business where it is just you and you are looking to scale up, not sure how to hire, what that would even look like, today's episode is for you. So Sanira, someone that is just starting out building a team, what is the big picture? What's the most important thing that they really need to understand about this next stage of growth? I love it. There's so many things that we can talk about today and it's 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 a wind down Wednesday episode. We're going to keep it brief and cover some really quick topics, uh, quick wins that you guys can take home today and apply to your business right away. So first thing that I want to get into is when you're thinking about hiring a team um, and growing, it's really important. I think the first thing is for you to understand that you don't have to do it alone. I think that's like the first thing that I want every one of you to hear is that we weren't meant to do things solo. Like it's fun to do things together. It's fun to do things with, with partners and with teammates. And so, you know, first I want you to know that you don't have to do it alone. And also I want you to hire, to hire up. And what I mean by that is this, you've heard me say this so many times. One plus one should equal three. And before you kick me out of the show and say, okay, Sunny, that doesn't add up here. um, What this means is that when you hire a person onto your organization, this person should bring so much strategic value to you that you actually exponentially grow, right? You're exponentially able to add more from a strategic lens. You're able to um, add on more customers, do more incredible processes, um, just go further together instead of it just being one plus one where you're deleting off tasks. And this is something that I see very common that women, we do. And when we're thinking about, you know, why women don't make it to that seven figure revenue and why is it more likely that it's four times more likely that men make it to the the seven figure club. And something that I see is that as women, we're really risk averse to hire people onto our teams. We feel that we're going to let somebody down or we have all these limiting beliefs of um, it's a lot of responsibility. And that is true, but also adding in the right team members, we have to hire up and hire people smarter than us as well to add value um, versus just hiring people to take off tasks. So that's the first thing that I would say is that don't be afraid. You don't need to do it alone. And let's go find incredible people that are going to add value. Okay. So I'm in a place where I've decided I need a team. I'm not sure how I'm going to pay for it, what it's, what, how I'm going to train them, what it's going to look like. What is the first thing you, what was the first thing that you did or the first thing you recommend someone in that position does? 
Yeah. And I, I've had this conversation recently a lot with almost all of our mastermind members. Every time I've showed up on a coaching call for starter, I talk, it's, it's just a topic that continues to come up and here's what comes up for these women. I've hired, I've, I've tried to hire. I've tried. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. And, um, I'm on to my fifth social media person at this point. I'm so frustrated. I can't fight the right teammates. Sanira, I hear you on adding strategic value. Where do I find this strategic person? Right. And what I, what I want you guys to know is we have to view, you know, these team members as part of truly your team and look at the accountability intrinsically. And what I mean by that is what did you, you know, what did you do to ensure that this person is going to be truly, truly successful? Because when you onboard anybody onto the team, there's two things that you look for. The first thing obviously is competency, right? That's just a you know, normal business. You're going to hire somebody. If you're, let's use an example for you're looking for help for a social media manager to help you with your content creation, to help you with your um, engagement, to help you create and curate content, right? This is a, this is a position that you feel like, okay, this is a simple position that I feel like I should be able to find. And the first thing you're going to look for is obviously competency in the role. Can this person do the job? Have they done it before? What are their skill sets? What are the past experiences that they've had? So that's for competency. We can all be a good judge on competency. But the second piece, which I think is the most important piece that I think we keep missing out on is we have to hire for this, the right values of our organization. We have to hire for the human that we're going to be, be partnering with the human that we're going to be, that's going to be part of your, your mission. That's going to be part of your brand. That's going to be the one that's going to help you scale and take all these things, not only off your plate, but that's going to help you strategically take over this entire department so that you can fly higher. Right. And I think that that those questions on values, those questions on culture fit are completely missed. And so what ends up happening is you bring on somebody onto your team and they might be a contractor. This applies 100% to all contractors and freelancers that you hire. I've never once hired anybody that whether you work part-time or whether you work full-time, you're all part of the team. And I think that this is something that we have to shift our mentality to is that even all contractors and freelancers are also part of your team as well. And so you have to not only hire them for their competency, you have to hire them for a culture fit as well. Do they align with you and do they align with your company? What's really interesting, I'm hearing you, as I'm hearing you talk about this, I feel like most people, when it's a company of one or a small company, I certainly didn't know what my core values were <laughs> or what I was really looking for. You know, you say culture, and I, I don't think that I realize how to build the culture from the ground up. And so how would someone, okay, they want to make a culture fit. How do I figure out like, what is my culture? What are my core values. Yeah, this is going to be another topic that we're going to discuss because that's going to we're going to go down this we're going to I have so much to say about having like culture fit, the wise, but let's just go on to the the utmost basic of it, right? What is the problem that you are solving and what is so mission centric to you that you are just showing up every single day to solve this problem for? That is your mission for the company right? The core values of your company are going to be um, what drives your organization. What are the human elements? Um, we always love to say like business isn't personal. Y'all, I'm here to tell you business is personal, right? You've started a business. You're launching a business. This is as personal as it gets, right? And we want the humans that are in our business. You want to work with the people that you want to hang out with, right? Like you want to work with people that are fun, that are the right value fit for you. And so I think when, when I, when I, when I'm talking about this, like culture fit and value fit, 
you don't have to have the definition of like, what are the, like, it doesn't have to be defined. And I promise you on next wind down Wednesday, we're going to talk about, um, culture fit, culture and, uh, mission. But for today's episode, what I want to focus on is that human element of that teammate. It's important for you to recognize that that person too also has dreams and aspirations and they're really smart and you want to be able to hire them not only for competency, but you want to hear their ideas, right? You want to hear the value that they can bring. And so, um, you know, that's just something that I see that as, you know, women, we should be really good at this, right? We're like empathetic creatures. We actually work off of emotion and our human element sometimes more. Um, and, but here on the, on the hiring end, I've seen that, um, we just focus only on what they've done and then we don't integrate them correctly onto the team. Yeah. And even like you're saying, okay, so you find someone that is a good culture fit, you know, people don't show up for work just because of their paycheck. And I think sometimes we think that, you know, they're just coming to get paid or they're a freelancer. So they're doing their own thing. And so really helping someone to buy into that mission is why they're going to be excited to show up. And there's no reason someone as a freelancer or a contractor can't be really excited to show up for those, you know, five hours a day, they work with your company. I want to give an example and a huge shout out to our podcast editor, Caitlin. Like this is such an amazing example of this. Caitlin um, has a podcasting editing company. She's not a full-time employee of CEO school. She is a contractor and we absolutely are obsessed with Caitlin. Caitlin is so incredible. She's so hardworking. She's the just competency, check, 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 but also value fit extra checks. Like she's just so fun to be around and she's like such a team player, right? One team is one of our core values at CEO school. And she embodies that every day. And when we talk about a perfect example here, so Caitlin, when we're going through this whole launch process of the podcast, we had all these like set hours and things that we're supposed to do that are part of our, you know, part of our agreements. Caitlin went so above and beyond outside of her air quotes, job description outside of her air quotes, contract requirements. She went super above and beyond to ensure that everything for launch went flawless. There were so many times that we had to re-record things, um, get intros and outros corrected. And she never once made us feel that we were asking too much of her. She was such a team player. She was heads down in execution with us. We launched the podcast together and we're celebrating together. And the reason why I think, and I don't want to speak on behalf of Caitlin here, but I think what was in it for Caitlin, I think that Caitlin was really excited about the mission of CEO school. We're here to change lives and make an impact. We want to inspire women to start their businesses and scale up their businesses to hit million dollar businesses. And I think she's also, she also wants that for herself and she wants to see that for other women. So she's going to go above and beyond, even if it requires those extra hours sometimes. And if it requires some heavy lifting that she didn't initially sign up for, she's so bought into the company mission and vision, um, that she's going to go above and beyond. But also we incorporate her as part of the team just because she's a contractor. She's actually part of our Slack. She's part of our Asana boards. We integrate her as if she was like in our day-to-day team life, and we celebrate her as well. So it's also important for all of us to recognize that there's humans that work with us. I mean, I'm so blessed every day, um, you know, in both my companies to work with incredible humans at Fat Merchant. We are actually at 123 um, team members today, and we just got recognized uh, by Inc. 500's fastest growing companies. But 
but also my favorite, like the favorite award that we've gotten this year is Inc's best places to work. Right. And it's really incredible for 130 ish corporate humans, right? At the end of the day, we're a tech company, but they're so aligned with this mission to help small businesses succeed. And we, we have a culture that is just so empowering and we work really, really hard, right? Having, um, over a thousand percent growth is, is really difficult. It comes with a lot of long hours. It comes with a lot of, uh, sleepless nights and, um, constant strategy sessions. And there's so many things that are happening, but our team is fully empowered. I trust their competency, but I also trust the value fit that they have that we know that we're going to make it through together. So I encourage all of you to really think about the hires that even that you currently have, even if they're freelancers, how to ensure that they are aligned with your mission, aligned with your goals, and that they, they should feel part of your team. They should feel part of that mission and you should celebrate their success as well. I love it. Okay. So hiring based on core values, uh, as well as competency, what's the next step? Yeah. So the last thing I want to cover today is, um, you know, around that notion that I was telling you earlier was that they just don't get it. I've explained this task a million times and they're just not doing it right. So once you've like, you you feel like you've hired the right fit, it's also important for you to um, create the proper roles and responsibility structure um, for, for this individual. And I kind of compartmentalize it in three ways. So if you're a delegate, so we're going to go back to the social media manager example. So you hired the social media manager, she's on board and you're like, okay, great, go create, um, you know, 10 uh, content posts for me and go post them on, on Instagram. And then I want you to do this website copy. That is really vague um, direction that you're giving. And many times we think that we're giving incredible direction and that, um, you know, this person is competent enough to understand the direction and they are, they are competent enough to understand the direction, but it's also important for us to clearly outline what that looks like. And I call the strategy paint done. And so you can go onto my story highlights and see what does paint done mean, but it pretty much means that you're going to talk through every single step that it takes. And almost like a five-year-old, you're going to be like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break this down for you. And I know you're so much smarter and competent than like this process that I'm about to share with you, but it's important that I explain it just in case. So we, um, so you feel comfortable in this process that we have. And so paint done just means that when you're building a house, this is where the example comes from. You're building a house. And uh, the last thing that the builders do is paint the walls. So they have to do the foundation first and they have to do this next and they have to lay the bricks and they have to do the drywall. They have to do all these things. And at the end of it, the last thing that they do is paint the walls. And so that's the way that I would approach your teammate. So if she's wanting to, um, if you're telling her, okay, create a social media post for me, um, you know, paint done that. What does that look like? So you would sit down with her virtually um, or in person and you would show her what the step-by-step process looks like. Hey, here is our tool that we use. We use Canva. And then here's where I want you to pull, you know, I'm going to be uploading my uh, quotes that I want you to do on every Wednesday. I'm going to upload these quotes. On Thursday mornings, I'd like for you to go to this document and you show it to her. You actually show it to her. I go to this document and we pull, you pull these quotes and let me show you how to do it. I put it into Canva and then this is the font that we use and this is our templates that we have. And I want you to create this. Once you've done creating it, I want you to save it into this folder. And then I want you to upload it into this drive. And then when it's done, can you please check it off in Asana? Right? So that is a very, um, descriptive 
task description on like something that you could have just been like, Hey, can you just create that, that post? And then we're going to take it one step further. So when you hire on a new team member, freelancer employee, you want to show them that task. Um, you want to do it three times with this person. Okay. And the first bit of it is first, you want to show them step-by-step on how to do it. And then the second time is, you know, Oh, Hey, like next week you can ask her, you could say, Hey, I know we're creating uh, social content for tomorrow's one Thursday. You're going to create social content. Why don't I hop on zoom with you? And you can, you can, you can lead this time and I'll watch. Then you can verify, right? So you can let her lead, uh, her lead it and she can create it. And you're like, Oh, awesome. Oh, you forgot this step or this, this is fantastic. And then the third time. So the next week you're like, you don't actually have to hop on zoom, but you could say, Hey, tomorrow's our, our, uh, social media, um, content creation day. Um, let me know when you're done. And I'll, I'll make sure it all looks great. So the third time you actually aren't doing anything, um, she creates the stuff, but then you go in and verify and you're going to be pleasantly surprised that it's fantastic. Or you may find one or two things that you want to provide feedback on and tweak, but that should be enough. Like that one, two, three, if you've actually paint done the task, if you've actually shown it one time and then she's done it and you've watched and then third time you've verified, I mean, that's, that's pretty lengthy of a, a little bit of a process. Sometimes that takes a little bit of effort up front to put in. But if this is, if you already invested the time into this person and if you invest that time, then this, you'll never have to worry about it again. And so that's something that I see all the time that people say is, well, I've hired this person. They're just not taking it off, Shannon. They're just not doing it. Well, did you really take the time to get it done right? And then, of course, also the 80 20 rule. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about that. Tell me about the 80 20 rule, Shannon. Okay. So I feel like whenever I bring on a team member, I'm always frustrated that I'm still having to do it. <laughs> like at some point, I feel like you say, okay, I taught them three times and it's still not good enough, right? There's that level of expecting it to be like fully off your plate for forever. And something you really helped me see is 80 20. Yes. You want the job to be done 80%. You're always going to put your 20% touch. Not always, not all the time. Everything doesn't have to be perfect, but if you want to have this established where if your, if your team can help you get 80% of it completed, the magic touch is all you need to put in, right? That's the beauty. That's the, that's your brand. That's your business. That's that magic thing that you do. So we're always as entrepreneurs going to have to put in 20% of the effort. And even today, like in, in, in our organization today, that's still part of it. I mean, uh, Shannon is, she is the most incredible content curator that we have. We're never going to have a copywriter that's ever going to be as great as Shannon, but I don't want Shannon's time to only be focused on creating content all day. She's co-CEO. She has so many tasks that she needs to get done. I don't want her energy there, but what I do want is to have an incredible social media manager that's by her side that gets all of Shannon's ideas ideas, gets the canvas done, get everything put into place. And then Shannon can show up for one hour a week and put her magic on it, right? Tweak the things that she wants to change a few words here and there, but it shouldn't take up all of Shannon's time. And so I think that if you view it from that lens, I think that you're actually going to have successful employees and teammates that are going to be, that you're going to drive efficient results. You're going to gain value beyond that result. And you're going to be a lot happier with ease and abundance. 
Yeah. It's so fun when you get to do the things that you're really good at. And when you take that pressure off yourself to have someone do it exactly like you, they can just do most of the work and then you can show up and do the things that really light you up. The reason that you like doing your job in the first place, the things that you're really good at. So thank you. This was amazing. Any last piece of advice, someone out there that's going to go build a massive dream team right now, what would you, what piece of advice would you give to them? Um, just get started. I mean, it's it's definitely scary, but I will say a lot changes when you are responsible for a team. It definitely uh, very much did for me at Fat Merchant when I f- hired my first employee and she was a full-time team member and I supported her and her staff. Like it's very, very real and it'll really level you up as well. And that is like, it's a hard first step to take And, but when you do it, it's so gratifying, it's so fulfilling and it's just incredible. It's incredible to have that help. It's incredible to have somebody to lean on to and to have that team around you that way you can uh, celebrate together. And even when things aren't fantastic, that you have a team to support you on too. So um, go get yourself an awesome team and let us know if you have any questions, you know, where to find us at CEO school online for, for any further questions. And these are definitely topics that we cover um, in our icon starter program, as well as in our mastermind groups. Thank you so much, Sanira. This was amazing. Awesome. I'll talk to you guys next week on culture. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We want to invite you to follow CEO school on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes you won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible free resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learned building seven and eight figure businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you completely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast, why you love listening, screenshot the review and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com and we'll send it your way. See you in the next class. This episode is brought to you by the Icon Method. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, a designer, nutritionist, photographer, educator, and you feel like the only way to make more is to work more, this is for you. The Icon Method is our proven playbook to win back your time with passive income. It stands for ideation, creation, optimization, and niche. Here's the deal. We love running big businesses, but we don't believe your business should run you. And there is a way you can take your years of expertise and experience and turn it into six and seven figure programs that change lives in your sleep. Our Icon alumni are running best-selling online courses, membership sites, and digital downloads across every industry imaginable, and we want to show you how to. If you've ever thought about launching a passive program, or maybe you're just curious what this could look like for you, go right now to ceoschoolpodcast.com slash icon. We have an incredible free guide taking you step-by-step through the whole icon process. This has been completely life-changing for so many women, and we want to invite you to dream bigger and expand your impact with this proven method. Again, that's ceoschoolpodcast.com slash icon.